0: Oh, welcome, man. Another episode of Pixel Podcast. What's up, guys? What's up, what's up, what's up?
1: Aaron, how you doing? Man, I'm doing really good. A little cold outside, man. Yeah. Got some crazy weather down in Fayetteville. Got some snow. I had to go over to Mountain Home today, and I was on my way back. Nothing. Pull into Fayetteville after doing, like, the three-hour drive to Mountain Home, three-hour drive back. Wow, oh, just a load of snow. And it was just basically Fayetteville I live in Springdale we got nothing but man it was just it's just a crazy day
0: yeah that's pretty wild that Springdale didn't get any because I know there was a travel issues in Greenland so interesting
1: right but we'll take it we had that big snow last weekend so you know we're from central Arkansas we'll take any snow we get
0: (laughs) yeah that's right well uh I guess we'll get to talking about some sports here uh, so first basketball, uh, LSU, we we kind of talked about our pregames, you know, last episode about LSU and uh, South Carolina, uh, and we got mm-hmm. to see how they played. Uh, we ultimately beat LSU. I definitely didn't guess that. Uh, right. Certainly not a ranked number 12 LSU team who isn't that bad this year.
1: And, no, they're uh, not. We beat the them. The ranked numbers, I think they're number seven in the NET rankings, the net rankings. So. I mean, that's a huge win going on the road and beating them.
0: That's right. Yeah, and uh, I guess I I wrote down the good and the bad here. Uh, The good is that we beat number 12, and the bad is that we had to see Will Wade. (laughs) He's he's a big old crybaby. I can't stand seeing his face. Very punchable face, and I don't punch many people.
1: Well, maybe we need to drink some special punch next time we (laughs) we watch him because he (laughs) – He throws, he throws some tantrums. I will say that, you know, and a little bit of smack talk, but I mean, will come on, man, let's not just sit there and, and get upset and start yelling at people and looking like a three-year-old on television.
0: Yeah. He, uh, I mean, it's over little stuff too. It's not like, you know, a missed foul or something like that, but it's constant little stuff. That's what bugs me about Will Wade is, and he's pretty decent coach but i mean golly when you're begging and crying with every single call that doesn't go your way you know it kind of loses credibility every time you mention something
1: i mean when the money's right when the money's right will Wade's a good coach
0: yeah that's true that's very true well let's move on to uh south carolina here i guess that was a really brief uh talk about an LSU there but uh I mean ultimately there wasn't really a lot to see out of LSU to be honest with you I mean we we played no. decent and uh played like we should have honestly Well
1: well they finished the game on a 17 to 1 run I mean that's that's a big deal you know um I believe it was 17 to 1 but the in the game LSU did not make a field goal from the 9 minute mark on and so to to hold them to one point but one free throw during that time and play tremendous, tremendous yeah. defense. That is something big. And you can see a big turnaround in this team. It looks like that they put an emphasis on their defense. Maybe not as much of their three-point shooting. Even though in the second half of that LSU game, they went 5-7 of after going 0-5 in the first half. That's a big deal. Um, you, you can see the improvement. You can see the effort. Uh, I'm, I'm very proud of this team.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I agree with all those, all that you just said right there. I think that we're a decent team. We just got to coordinate. I mean, that's the end of the day. That's it.
1: Right, right. Well, and and you know, you also learn that. You know what? I'll bring that point up after the South Carolina game. I'll
0: dive a little deeper into what right. my thought process is. What a great segue you just did there, uh, South Carolina. <laughs> all right, so. The, uh, the good that I wrote down for South Carolina, we had some really good stretches. And by that, I mean, runs, uh, there were several runs that I was seeing that, uh, ultimately, I mean, it looked like we were just playing a practice team. I mean, it looked like we were playing D three basketball and we were just flying right by them because they were exhausted. Uh, we had a lot more energy than South Carolina, especially towards, you know, the, the end there, uh, the end of the second half. And, uh, I was very impressed at our stamina. I will say that looking at South Carolina, they were just beat up at one point. The announcers even brought it up where they're like, you know what? This team is tired. And then right on cue, the coach calls for uh three subs. So, um, I, I get it, but we'll have people who play 30 plus minutes three or four, you know, maybe even five players who, uh, play 30 plus minutes. And, uh, we it doesn't I mean I, I haven't really seen it as much as South Carolina showed it, you know, the other night. Right. Um so there's that. And the another good thing is three SEC dubs in a row. Uh that to me is very impressive. It's certainly that dramatic change that uh we were talking about a couple episodes ago.
1: Yeah, they there's been a transition and similar to the LSU game, there's an emphasis on defense. Um, there's an emphasis emphasis on getting to the basket. And coach is now at a spot where he was two years ago when he had Mason Jones and Isaiah Joe and they had Gafford there and everything. And actually I'm not sure I don't think Gafford was there for that for that first year with us. But um there, there's this emphasis in going and uh scoring around the basket, putting your best players in, uh getting the ball in their hand. And in he's keeping the players in that he believes is going to give them the best opportunity. Um, there's, there's no doubt that there is a ton of talent on the bench. However, the camaraderie, um, social work term, the camaraderie there is, is brought together by the the six players that he started to, to have uh strong six, seven players that are having strong minutes now.
0: Yeah. Um, you bring up he plays the people that he thinks gives him the best chance to win, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to pull up Chris Likes minutes. I think Chris Likes, and we're going to talk about this later. Chris Likes is a very, very talented ball player. There, there's sure. no no question about it. But he's having a very down year this year, and I don't know if that's you know the the practice if he's just not in sync i I have no idea what's going on because he's a really outstanding ball player uh right but for some reason he's just not linking in i I don't know what happened i'm trying to pull up how many minutes he had in south carolina
1: he he had 12 minutes um
0: so maybe that's contributing i mean i i think this guy's a good ball player he's just i don't know he's he might not be getting the minutes i mean you've got a guy out of uh i mean my, Miami, I, yeah,
1: yeah. He, I mean, he he averaged almost twenty points a game over in Miami before he had his ACL tear last year. But it's one of those things with with Chris. Um, he is so good with the ball in his hand, similar to JD. Um, the problem with Chris is he he tries too much. Yeah, um, he 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 can make a basket. He can he can get a basket. Um, however. He's not gelling well with his teammates. Um, he's trying, and I and I think he will be important. Honestly, in the last three minutes of the game, there is no one more that I want at the free throw line than Chris Likes.
0: Right, like yeah.
1: he he is tremendous at the free throw line, and so that's important. And when he's on, he can give you twenty points a game. Um, it's just that uh, I think he needs to to learn how to pass the ball better. Um, I think he needs to learn to guard the three-point line better. Um, He's good off the bench for light electricity, kind of like J.D. was last year. But, honestly, uh, he's going to have 20 minutes or less until he can figure out how to gel himself with this team.
0: Yeah, and where I was getting at earlier where I was saying, I don't know, I was looking at the minutes to – uh, points ratio of all the other players mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh you know you're looking at trey wade who had four rebounds which is pretty decent we need that uh right but he ended up he played for 31 minutes as a forward and only got five points but trey so, wade's
1: job as well though trey is probably our best defender uh him and uh him and Devonte, and so tr- since trey has started we've we've won three straight games
0: yeah and, I, I definitely see what you're saying you you get two really good defensive players in there I'm mm-hmm. just trying to think I mean I'm looking at a game that we you know blew the socks off uh South Carolina but I don't know I I want to see more out of likes I want to see his confidence go up that's where I'm getting right. at
1: right right yeah and you hope so we don't need like this dribbling up the court and pulling up stuff. Right, exactly. I, that, that's that's his problem. He wants to score so bad, but it's okay to to let someone create the offense. And you hit a jump shot. It's so okay me, to take a screen and try to get to the basket. You know, um, it he he just he just goes up there and pulls it sometimes, and you just are like, Chris, let's let's try to get an offense going.
0: So let me ask you this. Do you think that's due to the lack of minutes? He thinks that, you know, he's played for however long he's played. I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but, uh, and now he's getting a lack of minutes. So he needs to show off when he can to prove his starting spot.
1: Um, Coach Musselman expects a lot. Uh, Coach has, you know, a strong desire for his players to be perfect, to do well. Um, He wants 70% free throws. He wants 50% in the lane. He wants 40% threes. That's, that's important. 40, 50, 70. That's, that's important. Um, And so when you have a player with Chris likes talent, um, you expect at least 10 points a game out of them. But if you're not hitting your shots and you're not attempting to get your teammates involved, you know, that does something. This is the thing. Jalen Williams, you know, he's, he's had a double double in the past three games and he came one rebound short this game of having a double double. His immediate job is passing the ball. And if you have a layup, take the layup. The majority of their points were layups. This is not a jump shooting team at all. And Chris, he tries so hard to get that jump shot. And, they have a high success rate of getting the, the dog, the dog. <laughs> Brittany brought the dog in for a second. <laughs> and so um, they have a high success rate of uh, getting layups, working the ball inside, figuring out cutters. Um, I think Chris is still struggling with that, with the offense. You remember Gus, Gus, uh must at the beginning of the season, brought up how he wanted chris likes to learn the offense yeah and maybe that's also an issue maybe he's still struggling with learning the off- offense he's a good one-on-one player but you, you have to gel well with the team
0: yeah i i definitely agree with that it makes you wonder if uh chris isn't what must expected you know and i don't mean that to dog chris i just think that uh, you know, he's a senior. He needs to have that sort of leadership. Uh, He's been around in the league since seventeen, I think. Uh, right. I mean, you know, when when you're in the business for four years, you kind of get expected to know at a high level. And I think Muss teaches at a higher level than Miami. I'll say that. Um, he he has a you know the NBA experience for however long he teaches just completely different than any other coach I've ever seen. Uh, right. It makes you wonder if it's just that next step preparing for NBA. And so my follow-up question is, is Chris Likes ready for the NBA?
1: Uh, I think he's ready for the G League, and then he's going to have to work his way up. I think he can do something in the G League just because the NBA game is so different. And someone with his talent um, and his speed can can do better because you have a a wider paint in the NBA. Um, You can get to the basket with speed. Um, and then you can take threes from be just far out there. You know, I think it's like two feet more from, maybe a foot, in, uh, more from the college line. And he has that ability. Um, it's just, he has to learn how to gel well with a team and not be an individual, which I know he's not trying to do that on purpose. He's, he's trying to help his team win. But, uh, when you take, I don't know if, if you take seven, shots and you make 4 and you get 12 points in a game that's what I want I don't want to see 12 13 shots and you make 3 and maybe you get 9 points maybe you get 6 points you know we need we need him to gel well with the team um we need him to work on his passing skills we don't have a point guard he's probably outside of JD who's our top scorer um one of the better ball handlers don't go to the basket all crazy like you know um that's what they need out of him.
0: If, yeah, if, if he can... I, go ahead.
1: If he can average five assists a game, I think his minutes go up.
0: You know, I like that you said that. I really do. And I think that a lot of times, and this uh, this sounds contradictory, but a lot of times when you pass the ball, the ball, the ball will also find you. Uh, so, I mean, the more... The, it's not always, you know, it's not always going to happen for every game, but the more you share the ball, the more other players are going to share with you right so right. if you just go down the you know go down the court and jack one up from 30 feet out right. you're going to kind of lose respect from your teammates especially one who is wide open in the corner whereas yours was you know 30 feet out right right so i i yeah i, I like what you said there so i guess shifting gears here we're going to look forward to uh a and m and uh an old miss coming up so for a and uh, what do you think is they're the second team or they're ranked second in the SEC right now, right under Auburn, uh, undefeated? Uh, what do you think our keys to success are?
1: Real quick, the, the the three point, uh, the the three pointers made in a game. The record, the we were at oh, yeah. thousand ninety two. Let's real quick, just have to get it out there. It was so sad. We (laughs) have never lived and not seen a three-pointer made in a game. Like, it's been since 1989. I think it was January 7th or January 11th, and they were playing Texas, and they went 0 for 2 in that game. And and the three-pointer was made in 87. And there are five other games where Arkansas didn't make a three, but it wasn't on 11 attempts like it was in this game. so you know however strong tidbit Arkansas is undefeated when they don't make a three so they're seven and (laughs) oh when they don't make a three so if they can continue not making threes and stay undefeated I'm okay with that
0: (laughs) yeah and uh I would prefer that we just don't shoot a three either uh if we're not gonna make a three I'd prefer that we just don't shoot them uh we just need to drive, drive the paint and do the devo jump which by the way i saw a lot of this game uh, right against south carolina you you saw that sure right
1: oh yeah oh yeah i saw it yeah no he he took a lot of shots he did a lot better though getting in that mid-range game i was proud of him for doing that but stop shooting
0: threes yeah (laughs) just don't do what you're not meant to do
1: (laughs) that's right why is it so
0: complicated
1: Play good defense, be a role player, be a slasher, yeah, and like trust that uh you know that you're good enough, and we'll get you involved so all the things well
0: uh looking forward to a m what are the keys to success in your opinion
1: so the thing about a m is they're a different team like like I said last time they they want to go up and down the court um they are very talented talented team full of transfers and so they need to be able to uh, outpace them I think that's the first thing um, I know the hard-nosed defense has been able to stop LSU South Carolina uh, and Missouri you know you held Missouri to under 50 points we've held every one of these teams to under 60 I think you have to keep Texas a under 65 to be successful and if you do that I think Arkansas wins this game. Um, They have some tremendous shooters. They're first in the SEC in three-point percentage, um, which is unfortunate because Arkansas's three-point defense is lower. Um, But they have improved. uh, Three straight games of holding people under 60 points. If they can hold Texas A&M as well to under 30%, so that's three of 10, Uh, if they can hold them to that uh, percentage, they're going to have a high success rate of winning this game. There's no excuse for them not honestly to win this game with it on their home court. Um, There'll be a ton of fans there. It's a revenge game. And, and really you want this game. So you can split the season with A&M. So that way, if you get down to, you know, the, the field of 68 and they're looking at both your resumes, they don't give A&M the thumbs up above you um, because they beat you twice. So, Um, You want to split this. um, Then you want to get ready to just – you've got a manageable schedule all the way up to Auburn. Um, So they have an opportunity to win five straight going into Auburn. Um, Now, whether that happens or not, that's a different story. However, it's manageable for them to win any of the next five games. And so – but for A&M, just – outpace them play better defense don't give up 86 points like you did last time um you're i will say this AM's defense is very good um as well you're gonna have to hit hit a three or two um because they're gonna probably pack the middle um and make no matter how much you pass the ball they can pack the middle and say all right we're giving you the three and we expect you to hit it if you we're going to give you multiple threes and so you got to hit a couple threes i mean even 20 percent, two of ten like that's going to be successful but
0: uh, i give us a pretty good
1: chance in this game
0: yeah i uh i appreciate that segue into the three ball uh here's what i say chris strikes i need crit i i spelled it wrong okay i spelled strikes wrong <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's right. Chris Stikes, Chris, Chris likes Chris Stikes. It'll work. Uh, he's not having a great year. Okay. I, I just talked about that last time. Note dropped 31 points. Okay. He dropped 31 on A&M on A&M's really good defense. We need other contributors to step up. And we've been saying that year after or uh, week after week that we need other people to step up other than Note. And they've slowly kind of trickled in. Uh, We start to kind of see our role players, but Chris just has not found his identity yet. And his identity in the past has been in the three ball. As bad as I want to say it, it has. He shot at least 30% up to 45% over the past year. And that doesn't include this year. Over at Miami, Mm -hmm. he shot that. This year he's shooting just under 27%, if I'm uh, remembering right. He's got to get that up. You know, if he wants yeah. to be a critical role player, he needs to find his identity, and right now he's just not finding it. And like we were talking about it, he just goes down there, jacks one up, prays you know, praises wish to God, and then hopes it goes down. And if it doesn't, well, he's on the other side of the court already. You know, right. so he's got to find his identity. He needs to hit the gym, start practicing, because ultimately, I mean, he's he's got his degree, but right. I mean, does he want to play basketball or does he want to, I mean, a lot of times you just want to play the sport that you love and if I were him, I'd be shooting for the NBA right now. I'd be shooting to get better and start fitting in the offense better because a lot of times if you fit in the offense better, uh, teams are going to notice that, you know, NBA teams are going to notice that, that you're a team player, uh, that you look good on the court, you pass the ball when you need to, you take shots when you need to. What they don't like is you go down there and jack in a three for no reason, unless it's a heat check. Right. Right. So that's what I got for uh, I think that Chris needs to go off this, this game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He needs to start averaging 10 points a game, 10 points, five assists. I think that's manageable at a five, eight guard. Um, he, He has the handles and the speed to get people open. Sometimes him and Devo have something similar in common when they try to pass the ball, they try to get too pretty. See your pass. You can break down an, a, a defense. You know, he has the ball handling skills to break it down and and find somebody. So don't, don't overdo it. You know, there's nothing wrong with 10 and five. That's pretty good. And so, right. Do that. You're going to get to the, you're going to get opportunities at least in a G league. Um, Honestly, he might probably end up overseas, but you're going to get a pro opportunity because of this team. You just have to work and and try to gel this team better by changing your game a little bit. And so um, he's used to being the star. Um, However, right now we just need a
0: facilitator. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. All right. For for Ole Miss, okay. Mm -hmm. What do you think we need uh, to have for Ole Miss to come out victorious?
1: So Ole Miss is on the road. You never know what's going to happen on the road. Um, however, Ole Miss is – they've been in some close games this season, um, but they just lost to Missouri 78-53. Um, you saw how he managed to handle Missouri. Um, Ole Miss is 9-8 and eight right now. Um, they They don't have much size. Um, they're 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 an okay team, but I, I expect going into Ole Miss and it might be closer than what it should, similar to what South Carolina game was at halftime. However, I do expect Arkansas to ultimately pull that off. Um there's no reason to lose to Old Miss. However, there was no reason to lose to Vanderbilt. Um and so I expect them to go there um and take care of business. Um if Arkansas isn't Arkansas needs to win this game, if they're going to go to a, a tournament, they need to beat A and M to continue that momentum. Um, yeah, there's no reason that they shouldn't go to Ole Miss, go to Oxford, and win that game. So,
0: yeah, I agree. They're second to last in the SEC. Uh, I mean, you just mentioned the Mizzou loss. I, I think that they're down pretty bad. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're a good team this year to be quite blunt. I just don't, I don't see them, you know, even making NIT to be honest with you if, if they keep doing this. Um, but I mean, I, I still think that we need to, this would be a good sharpening game for us. And I right. say that don't let your guard down. Okay. Don't cause that's when you'll lose is whenever you're like, Oh, this is a blow off game. Let's look forward to the next game, which by the way, uh i saw the post game for uh, lsu and there was literally a it was in the locker room there was a poster in the background of south carolina like they were talking about south carolina already while they were playing lsu so i'm not really sure i I didn't really look that far into it so maybe i'm kind of out of concept here but that kind of blew my mind that they were already jumping you know to the next game and uh Anyways, that was just sidetrack. But for Ole Miss, I think we need to keep our defense up. We need to take it one game at a time, slow down the game. Uh, Ole Miss is only averaging about 68 points a game, I think it is. Uh, I I think that we should win this. Matter of fact, we will win this if we play the way that we have been playing. But the moment that we let our guard down, we start looking to the next game, that's when we're in trouble.
1: Right, yeah, and that's why they just need to prepare for A&M on Saturday. Uh, after A&M, you prepare for Ole Miss. This Ole Miss team beat Mississippi State. This Ole Miss team took Tennessee in the overtime. I mean, this is a, you know, this this is college basketball. Um, anything can happen in college basketball.
0: Right. These are
1: Division one athletes getting a scholarship, and these are players that can play. I mean, you know, the lowest – division one team probably mississippi, mississippi valley state is one that comes to mind probably is, is still good enough to demolish us on the court and so we can express our opinions about these teams and say oh we should blow them out but the truth yeah. is these guys are athletes and they want to win they're competitive and so um don't don't prepare for old miss too early and don't go into old miss saying now we're going to dominate play your game go hard do the best you can and then hopefully it ends up on our side.
0: Well, A and M is beating Kentucky right now, twenty to twelve, with eight, with about nine minutes left in the first half. So I don't know; they're they're a little scary right now.
1: <laughs> well, and you want you want A and M to win that game because what it is it creates another uh, quad one opportunity when they come to Fayetteville. Yeah. And so because you know A and four and zero right now in the conference come five five and oh and they beat a top 15 uh, Kentucky team it it re- makes the ranking go higher and if you're in the top 25 and you play uh and you and they come into Arkansas even just by playing that game it improves our NET ranking it improves our ranking overall now we want to win that game um however you know Anum's no slouch I mean they they yeah. had a couple of bad season, but Buzz Williams knows what he's doing down there. And you know, if we don't prepare right, a And M could come into Fayetteville and could beat us up pretty bad. So absolutely, um, I I like our chances in the game. However, don't be expectant of a win. <laughs> so yeah. just just play hard and see what happens.
0: Well, let's uh, let's keep moving forward here to football. Uh, mm-hmm. our, old Sammy, I wrote. Old Sammy is building a throne. Very, very impressive stack of transfers that he has coming to Fayetteville this fall. I am absolutely ecstatic about this coming season. You know, I figured I I mentioned it. I, I'm wondering if, you know, we, we kind of set the bar a little too high with, you know, all the trophies, the bowl game victory, but golly, with these transfers, I mean, we're looking good.
1: Right. And, you know, this week they got some guys that came in we were talking last week about Drew Sanders and, and yeah. you, you asked the question, you know, what do we think? And honestly, like I said, I gave him about 35% chance coming to Arkansas because in are we're trying to recruit against Oklahoma and we're trying to re- recruit against Texas. But guess what? Drew signed with Arkansas, former Alabama linebacker. And honestly, he's good enough to play multiple positions. If, if they decide they want to go that route, um, five star kid, Uh, former number six player in the nation. You know, he is going to be a talent uh, on that defense. I'm excited to have him. He's more of an edge rusher, um, a DeMarcus Ware type. Uh, However, I'm excited to have Sanders come out there and uh, play next to Bumper and just make this defense look better. I mean, he's he's going to be a commodity.
0: Now we're starting to see why a bunch of players left. I think mm-hmm. that coach sat everybody down and said, Hey, look, we're going to be bringing in some, bringing in some transfers. We're going to be rebuilding, you know, and we're, if you're not good enough, I'm sorry. You know, you're, you're going to have to work for your spot. Every single person here is going to have to work for their spot. And some of those players didn't like that.
1: Yeah. You know, and coach, <clears throat> coach has done a good job replenishing the players that left. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> And honestly, out of the ones that left, the two big hits were Brooks and Fouché. But just like in the you know NFL when there's trades, we pretty much traded for two players from LSU when we got Dwight McLaughlin and Landon Jackson. And so and,
0: that brings up a good point. I wonder if there's other stuff going on, like trades, for example.
1: I mean, possibly. Um, however... I think we're a long way from that in, in college football, but that would be pretty entertaining to watch having trades for scholarships to, and to improve teams. But I also don't think LSU would trade with Arkansas or vice versa for, because of how much we dislike each other. Yeah. Good point. But you know, we're going to have, you know, Dwight McLaughlin is going to come in um, a lanky, lanky cornerback at six 185 pounds. It'll be good to have him out there on the corner. I think he is an upgrade. Um, as good as Greg Brooks was out there at corner, you know, he had a, he had a pick in uh the last game that we had this season in the outback bowl. McLaughlin's gonna be able to to keep up with some of those sizable receivers. Um, and you know, he's he's played in the SEC. Um, he's gonna come up and be an upgrade on that outside. I think we we still need uh, defensive back safety. I, I do think we need one more and they are going after a couple guys. There's a six four cornerback out of Memphis. I think we'll end up coming here at some point. But and then they also need a tackle. But no, he's done a great job of going to the portal, um, getting people um and, and improving this team.
0: Yeah, and not to mention the recruits. I mean, we've got really, really good recruits coming in. Very, very impressive offensive recruits to be particular, especially the guy out of Fayetteville, Isaiah. He is really, really good. If you watch on film, he's yeah. so good. I had no idea how to say his last name, and I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to butcher it. But he is no, Isaiah
1: good. Satania is very fast. He's five ten. Um, I see him in his freshman year probably doing kickoff returns and punt returns. However, he's going to develop and continue improving. Um, he might get some playing time. Um, like at receiver in the first season, but with the depth that we have, he's going to have to work his way up the chart.
0: Um, so but he that, is... that begs the that begs the question: Now that Malik is back, where do you think he's going to go? Do you think he's going to go to that wide receiver spot?
1: Uh, I think so because Lucas Coley is a tremendous quarterback. Uh, uh-huh. All I've and heard a... about about Lucas Coley is that he's accurate and he is very similar to KJ
0: in his okay. size
1: and structure. And so I see. I see Malik probably being like a third-string quarterback, but playing at rest- he's just so fast. You know, yeah. as long as he has hands and can catch and can run some routes, he's dangerous.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. What about grandson? Grandson. Jones. John oh, Jones. he's...
1: John Stephen Jones, unless he comes back, he did walk at graduate at a senior day this year. So I don't, I don't know unless coach is talking to him to be an emergency usage quarterback. I don't see him coming back. Um, The reason Arkansas went out and and got this Cade Fortin kid out of South Florida. um, He just transferred in. um, That is your emergency quarterback. And, and typically, You know, with Malik there, they they'd probably work him in before they would go to Fortin. But I don't. I'm I'm not too concerned um, about the depth at at the quarterback spot right now because they've got three quarterbacks with Fortin coming in. Malik is probably going to be emergency quarterback if there's injuries. But they're they're going to
0: be okay. Okay. Well, moving on. No new news uh still working on some stuff there uh listener mail no listener mail send us your questions or uh really anything anything you want me and aaron to talk about get our opinions on uh go ahead and send them on twitter or facebook uh pixely podcast or you can send us an email pixely podcast at gmail.com just include your name and where you're writing from so that way we can mention you and uh we'll read your your answer out or your uh statement question whatever uh we'll we'll read it out and we'll you know uh comment on it so yeah um uh, you got anything else
1: yeah man just that uh, you know it's been a good week of basketball um mm-hmm. take advantage of these feel good moments you know we've we've been arkansas fans for a long time we've yeah. we've dealt with the the depression and so you know they they have that five game stretch which was pretty tough for the hogs this season but um it feels good to have these three three wins in a row um baseball season's 30 days away so that's going to be exciting to do when baseball season comes but let's just be excited about these games you know let's be excited about the hogs um and let's let's just do the best we can to be good, good fans so
0: yeah man enjoy it while we have it right
1: that's right. That's right. And hogs go hog. That's right. <laughs> and so, and guys, we're gonna have some some guests here soon. I mean, we've got some guys online line, and that'll be exciting when we get those guys on here. And um, we may do t- that
0: like the first of every month. That may be yeah. our thing. The first yeah. Friday of every month.
1: Yeah. No, we've we're excited to you know expand our communication services when we have our pod.
0: <laughs> so. Hey, and speaking of communication purposes, if you want your ad here or in the beginning or in the middle, whatever you want to pay us, we will get paid to do it and we will put a 30 second, 60 second, 90 second clip uh ad and we really want to keep it local. Uh <laughs> I could crack a joke right now, but I'm not going to. We want to keep Less- it local. It's something some Aaron said on off the pod the other uh <laughs> last week. <laughs> the, we won't bring up but we want to keep it local so that's right that.
1: that's right if you want to pay us in cheeseburgers tacos hey <laughs> or the best way is green greenbacks some good hard cash you well know, that here's is,
0: the here's the deal Wrights barbecue if you want a ad by the way we're doing this for free we're name dropping you for free 99 if you want to give us just one one pig suey uh i think that's the sandwich pig suey uh anyway they're
1: delicious over there everything on
0: their freaking menu is so good we we better stop we're 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 giving them a that's right that's right
1: one one meal a
0: week would be fine
1: um but yeah that's right yeah (laughs) but no No, hey seriously
0: though if if you are local to uh arkansas Send us a message. Send us an email. We would love to have your stuff to promote you, and uh, you know that that's what Aaron and I are all about. I mean, we've grown up in Arkansas. We're small town guys out of Lone Oak, and uh, we want to support you. So especially yes, during this COVID COVID area er, era, if I could talk, uh, I mean that, that's all I got. Right.
1: Yeah, man. No, we're we're still wanting to expand, guys. We would love it if you guys would. You know like share subscribe um expand who we're reaching to. We just enjoy being fans and giving our perspective from a fan perspective and just showing you know our love for the razorbacks you know we 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 have three major things in our life or at least on my end Jesus, adventure razorbacks and my wife is in there too and so i was like do <laughs> yeah. not forget her whatever you do don't <laughs> forget right. the wife she 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 is up there with jesus so um yeah. but we we just love talking about the hogs and um any way that we can expand and, and we'd love to have different people on here and that's what sort of thing. um we would love for that to happen so just share our content um and we appreciate you guys for listening for sure
0: and look this would be a great time to remind you why we're doing this. We want to provide a break from the noise of what's going around, the noise of the the news, the the world, all the catastrophes that are going on. We want to provide a break and just sit down and talk, almost like you're talking with a couple buddies uh, over a glass of drinks or something like that, maybe a cigar or two. That, that's the whole purpose in this. We we're not here to make a bazillion dollars off of it. We're here to provide an atmosphere where we can talk about the hogs with other, you know, Razorback lovers. That's it. So. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, man. Well, it's been a good week. We look forward to talking to you guys later, Cody. Uh, hopefully next week when we talk, this will, we'll have, you know, some more exciting news about the hogs. Um, this week's yeah, been COVID pretty positive. Free. So COVID <laughs> free. <laughs> Please,
0: Melissa got the COVID guys, virus, and so uh, I uh, I had to hang out at home for this past whatever week days. I have no idea how long it's been. It feels like I'm on right. an island. Right. Remember to
1: drop if you are listening to this. Remember to drip your uh water faucets. Even though this is probably out a couple of days later, drip <laughs> your water faucets tonight. It's going to be like eight degrees, and then tomorrow it's supposed to be five. So. Do not let your water freeze and bust. So, Oh,
0: man. All right,
1: man. We'll let y'all go. All right, brother. Hey, thank you all guys right, for man. listening. Like, subscribe. Like, Twitter. All the fun things. <laughs> we'll catch up See with y'all. you guys next week. See
0: ya. See ya.